Hey guys, welcome to Get Life Podcast Kunai. It's me, Bish, as always. And you might be wondering, Bish, what the hell's going on? You haven't been doing episodes. I, look, I say that every time we do a Kunai episode now. <laughs> I've been taking the time to kind of focus on myself. No, I've actually been doing a lot of recordings recently. And I told you guys that we've had some very exciting things lined up. We have a special guest today, friend of the show, Jordan Dash Cruz. Hello, hello. How's it going, everybody? Jordan, I don't think they can hear you. Oh. <laughs> Either way, that's fine. Jordan, how are you? I'm doing well, man. You know, I'm just uh, hanging around here in Texas. I had a ham sandwich earlier, so it was pretty delicious. Chocolate chip cookie, uh, okay. some ginger ale, and things have been really, really well. Uh, my, my girlfriend and I are actually going to be adopting some kittens, and they should be coming in tomorrow. Oh. Um, yeah, so we're really excited about that. We had to get uh, some cat trees for them. So I've never really been much of an animal owner, so this is going <laughs> to be like a whole new experience for me. I guess um, it, it will be a bit of a, a learning experience as well. A, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've been having to watch some videos because there were so many things that I just didn't know about cats. <laughs> okay. Care to share a cat fact with us? Yeah. Um, I mean, I know they said that uh, cats, you know, whenever it's like they do something, you know, you always want to uh, try and redirect that energy into something else. So it's like if they're scratching on the couch instead of, you know, like getting mad at them and like, yelling and being like you know oh no you can't do that like you would maybe a dog for a cat it's like hey uh instead of scratching here here's actually an actual scratching post that you can scratch on and let me put some like double-sided tape on this so uh you don't scratch the couch anymore also i didn't know that like cats it's something about like eating they associate eating with like something so like they don't go to the bathroom like in places that they eat or something but like yeah we've been watching a lot of videos and i'm i'm just i'm almost at cat overload right now <laughs> how many cats have you adopted so we we've adopted two uh okay. my girlfriend already has one so it's going to be a three cat household Okay, nice, nice. I mean, it, it might get a bit hectic, I'd imagine, with a three little cats bit. running around. A little bit, but I think we're prepared. <laughs> good, that is good. We didn't come here to actually talk about cats as much as I would love to. We're here to talk about anime, and we're going to be talking about a anime film, which is actually very odd for us to do on Kunai, because normally we talk about standalone series, uh, season one, season two, that kind of stuff. But this is a absolutely wonderful film that Jordan is a part of. It's called Sing a Bit of Harmony. It's one best animated film at the New York City Film and Television Festival an audience award at Scotland Loves Anime, the festival in Glasgow, and it was recently named a finalist for the New York Animation Film Award. So this film is a pretty big deal. I believe it's going to come out on the... Uh, let me just check. It's going to be out. By the time you listen to this, the film is out. Go and watch it in your theatres. Um, it's out in the English and, you know, sub versions in Japanese as well. But we're here to talk about English because I've watched it in English and Jordan's in it. Jordan, who do you play in this film? I play uh, Toma in, in the film. He is a lovable bean of a character. Um, he's a little bit more on the shy side, a little bit more on the introverted side. Um, he's the kind of character that he loves electronics. He's part of the electronics club. He's kind of the guy that when things go poorly with like, you know, any machinery or something, 
thing like the friend group's always like hey you know can you can you do something about this and he's always just willing to help you know he uh he never complains really and he's just he wants to be there for you know the people that he cares about you know what I, i'm just gonna say this toma is one of my favorite characters and i'm not saying that because oh, you're recording you. today um <laughs> i will say this i do relate to toma a lot you know like being in high school and just being just really awkward and just like yes. messing around with like like because look I'll, I'll be honest with you if you see my bedroom and, and like my office it's covered in like junk like electronic <laughs> junk like you know there's a commodore 64 that's in pieces there's like okay. a raspberry pi hanging around somewhere i mentioned before the recording I have like a little Google Home thing that starts talking randomly. Like there's <laughs> electronics everywhere. And when I saw Toma, I was like, this, this is me. I can, I can dig with Toma. You know, Toma is mm -hmm. my guy. Oh yeah. I will say this though. I don't like calling him Toma. To me, he is Professor Toma. I know that was a joke at the beginning, <laughs> but I, I really like that name. I really like the nickname of Professor Toma. Yeah. I wanted to know because this is, I would say one of your bigger roles. Right. In the previous episode, we talked about the other anime that you've been in transitioning over from standard 24 episode anime per season, that kind of stuff into a film. How does it change on a day to day basis? Is your day to day the same when you're going into the studio to record? Or in this case, because of COVID, did you record this remotely? How did that kind of work? Yeah. Uh, so so for this film, um, I, I actually did have the pleasure of recording in studio. Um, okay. I, th I think they were trying to get as many people uh, to record in studio if possible, just to have, you know, the same kind of sound quality. But as far as the differences or the changes, um, it was a little bit different because normally with, you know, other shows or episodic anime, a lot of times we'll go in and we won't really get a chance to like see the full story all at once. You know, it's like we're going in for a week, we're doing this thing, and then maybe our character doesn't come back. So then we're waiting like two or three weeks before our character comes back. And then maybe we say like another two lines in an episode and then, you know what I mean? Whereas with this film, we got a chance to kind of just play out the whole movie, you know, just one one session at a time. You know, we kind of got, for lack of a better term, you know, a, a better full, you know, whole picture as opposed to just like little episodic, like, oh, okay, I'm kind of just seeing this one scene in this one episode. It was a lot of fun. And, and I think it, it definitely helped to just kind of pull different emotions and, and just knowing the full story, you know, helped to understand and, and you know, just, it, I think it helped overall, just, just the experience. Uh, one thing that I was wondering, because obviously it is a film and you've mentioned that there there is a level of emotion in this film that I don't feel that I've seen in a while from anime or, or in films in general. So were you guys recording in separate booths? Were you able to see each other or was it done in isolation? It, uh, it was done in isolation. Um, oh, wow. We, okay. Yeah, we did not, uh, like, whenever I would go to the studio, because Funimation has been very, very, you know, safe when it mm -hmm. comes to, you know, because of COVID and everything. I went in, you know, there was nobody else there, not even the director, no engineer. It was just me. You know, Caitlin would talk to us over Discord or Skype or, or whatever it was they were using, uh, Source Connect, you know, Source Connect now. Yeah, she would just, she would direct us and and we would just do our thing. And, <laughs> you know, hopefully it, it uh, turned out good. <laughs> I, I like your energy because 
to be honest with you, I can't say much about the film, but I will say this. Guys, go and watch the film. Buy tickets. You can buy tickets now. Like, go to your local cinema and buy yourself Please. some tickets. It's a beautiful film, and I think you guys did an excellent job. Thank you. In dubbing this film. And sometimes, I'll be honest with you, sometimes some dubs can feel a bit off, if that makes sense, right? Okay. But to me, it felt natural. It felt as if this film was designed for the dub. Yeah. That, sound, that sounds really weird, but it just goes to show how talented you guys are as a team. Um, you. you know, from voice actors, directors, to everyone that sort of played their part. Because exactly. this isn't an easy feat. And I mentioned before the recording that even the music, the songs that she on sings throughout the film is dubbed which is an incredible feat yes yes i i agree with you uh megan shipman is a phenomenal singer Perina palencia did an amazing job you know just adapting the songs and honestly seeing it i was just like i was blown away i was like dude this is so good oh my goodness and i'm not saying that just because i'm in it you know yeah like yeah. i was stunned because it because it's not often that we get a chance to dub music you know dub songs in in english because it's it's a lot of work you know it takes extra time which unfortunately you know sometimes we just don't have because schedules sometimes can be just be very go 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 or there's deadlines so getting a chance to adapt you know the songs into english and actually seeing like like not me but brina and but then you know seeing the finished product it was it was incredible man it was incredible mm -hmm. Once again, I'm I'm starstruck in a way. You know what I mean? There's there's not much for me to say. And it's weird because I'm a podcaster. It's what I've been doing for like 12 years now. So I really should be knowing how to talk. But this film just sort of left me speechless. I mentioned at the beginning that I don't think I've seen a film like it. And I don't think I will see a film like it in my lifetime. And I think it means a bit more to me because I didn't know this. And to be honest with you, I should have read the press release. But I, I didn't realize that it's JC staff mm -hmm. that are animating, you know, in production with Funimation uh -huh. to produce this. And JC staff is like my favorite animation studio. Oh, so there we go. When I saw the logo, I was like, from the beginning, I was like, yes, this film's going to be good. No <laughs> doubt about it. And I wasn't disappointed. I was not disappointed. I wanted to know with your character, Toma. Yes. How do you get into his mindset? How do you relate to the character? Okay, Toma's an interesting character because I kind of almost feel like he was me in high school. You know, I was not the most popular kid. I was a little bit socially awkward. I would definitely say I was more introverted then than I am now. You know, he had his friend group and, you know, he cared about his friend group and, you know, did his best to help. So it wasn't too difficult getting into the mindset of Toma because it was just me kind of pulling from you know past life experiences but i do think uh and this is just you know me personally i think it just really hits home this film because it's it's very realistic compared to what a lot of you know what a lot of we might see in anime um you know because anime can be over the top and wacky uh, which is great, but I think that this film pulls from very real places, very real problems, at least for me, you know, I would think that a lot of people might look at some of these characters, including Toma, and just kind of say, hey, you know, like that's, that was kind of me in high school. Or, hey, you know, like I, I kind of, I, I know what this kid's going through because I've gone through the same thing. So yeah, I, I think that that definitely helped in my performance was just kind of 
seeing the realism and just, you know, connecting with that and saying, yeah, uh, this was kind of me. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> you brought that Jordan energy into, into Toma. One thing that you mentioned, which I thought was very, very interesting, was that it's unlike any other anime in the sense that it's quite realistic. Mm -hmm. But you're saying it's realistic, yet there's all of this technology in it. And to be honest with you, I didn't feel that it was out of place. Even though the technology is like maybe 100 years in the future, 200 years in the future, but it doesn't feel like <laughs> Sword Art Online or like Overlord, yeah. you know, where there's just crazy stuff that's going on. Yeah. But it's interesting that you say that because I've noticed with a lot of anime films, they tend to be more grounded in reality. Yes, they have some crazy plot points, but they tend to be in more relatable. And I think possibly the reason is, is because with films, you're sort of appealing to a more of a mass market. You know, there will be people that will go to their local cinema. They'll see the poster not knowing anything about this film because this is an original uh, animation. You know, there is no manga or anything to support it. So they'll see this and they might not even watch anime, you know, and they'll be like, oh, what is this film? I've seen it's won some awards. I'll go and give it a go. And, and I think it's stuff like that. The way it's set up, people will relate to it a lot. Uh, yes. as you mentioned which is it's fantastic and you know stuff like that is going to get more people into the theaters it's going to get more people watching anime as well because yes. i know for a fact my sister my twin sister she's been watching anime recently and she's starting with a lot of these anime films and i think it's because of the fact that a lot of them like i mentioned are set in i don't want to say modern times but like set in a <laughs> level of reality that is relatable to newcomers yes yes and so but we're gonna go on a short break now. A little bit of an ad break. You might hear an ad for Crunchyroll. We love Crunchyroll here. And um, <laughs> when we return, I wanna talk about the film itself and its plot, because we didn't talk about that. We should have talked about that at the beginning. But you know what? I was so engrossed in the conversation with uh, Jordan. I haven't spoken to him for like two years, but we're returning and it's as if we're talking <laughs> every day, if that makes sense. There we go. So we'll see you guys on the other side. Right before we get into the ads, I want to remind you guys that we do have a Patreon page where you can support us directly for only £5 a month. It means that you don't need to listen to ads like this, as amazing as they are. It's a no-brainer. You get early access to our show as well as ad-free content for all of the podcasts that we do. Or if you decided, well, I might go for a one-time donation, you could do so on our coffee page. That's coffee.com forward slash Podcast. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Podcast. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Podcast. Also, consider subscribing to the podcast on whichever platform you're listening to, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, even on YouTube subscribing is free it also means that you keep up to date with the content that we do post for all of our podcasts if you do leave a like on youtube or if you give us a five star rating on the podcast platforms it really does help us get up in the rankings it really does help us get more sponsorships it helps us out a lot you don't know how much that actually helps us so consider leaving us a positive review telling us all your thoughts as well and stuff that we can improve on really does help me out a lot as well gives me a motivation so subscribe consider leaving a five-star review or a comment if you're on youtube and enjoy the ad break and the rest of this episode 
episode. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Crunchyroll. As you guys know, Crunchyroll has been sponsoring us for a while now, and we love them, and we know you guys love them too. So get your asses over to Crunchyroll, where you can enjoy the world's largest anime collection for only £6.50 a month. That's cheaper than pretty much all of the other streaming services out there. And you get quite a lot of anime, over 30,000 anime episodes and anime one hour after it airs in Japan. You can enjoy sub or dub in multiple languages from what I've seen on Crunchyroll. We use it personally on the podcast and I'll be honest with you, it's one of my favorite services to use for anime streaming because of all of the options that you get. If you go for the mega fan option, you do get the ability for offline viewings. So if you're on the train or if you're going to a place where there is no internet, you can save for offline viewing and still enjoy your anime. Imagine if you're on a road trip, right? You're traveling across America or you're traveling across the UK and you want to watch anime, your friend's driving and you're like, you know what? I want to watch some Spy Family or I want to watch some uh, Attack on Titan or some Dr. Stone. You can probably guess which anime I'm, I'm watching currently. If you want to enjoy anything, you're spoilt for choice with Crunchyroll. Not only that, you've got ad-free anime and as a bonus, you get access to the Crunchyroll manga as well, which is actually really cool if you go for your fan or mega fan options there as well. I'd recommend actually purchasing the 12 month mega fan because you're saving 16% off and you don't need to worry about it right stream on four devices at the same time which is actually fantastic especially if you're, you're in a big family and everyone wants to watch different anime you could do that with the mega fan option as well as offline viewing and you get a discount on the crunchyroll store if you want to buy nendroids or figurines or merchandise directly from Crunchyroll. Once again, you can watch anytime, anywhere, stream on your desktop, mobile, gaming consoles even, and other streaming devices that include iOS, Android, Apple TV, Xbox, Roku, PS4 slash the PS5. So it's a no-brainer guys. If you love anime or even if you don't like anime and you want to know more about it, go to crunchyroll.com forward slash kunai or go to getalifepodcast.com forward slash crunchyroll. It's the same link. They work on the same way and sign yourself up for a 14 day free trial you can cancel any time but just make sure you guys sign up give it a try if you wanted to think oh what was this anime thing about give it a try crunchyroll.com forward slash kunai that's crunchyroll.com forward slash k-u-n-a-i back onto the episode okay we are back that was like maybe five minutes for you guys it was literally two seconds for me and Jordan. Um, Jordan, how was that break for you? How was that two-second break? Was it, it was, all right? It was amazing. It was amazing. I was going to take a sip of water, and uh, we were back before I even got the chance. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how it is, because we have to work hard. I forgot to mention what the film is about. So Sing A Bit of Harmony tells the story of a beautiful, mysterious Xion who transfers to a high school where she quickly becomes popular for her open-hearted personality and exceptional athletic abilities and she turns out to be an AI in its testing phase so they're testing out this AI in a school no one else knows about it except for her friends which is really cool I mean that idea in itself is really nice I like mm, the idea of that kind of story 
it allows for certain plots to go on and I know this sounds really really weird but I feel that I've learned how to be human from Xion in a way okay you're sort of seeing her explore what it means to be human right because there's always this sort of fascination or obsession with are you happy are you happy yes and obviously yes. that is quite difficult for an AI or a robot to understand because you don't think that they have any sort of emotions as such but throughout the film you see how she's learning you're seeing how she's helping people through the songs as well I think that was pretty cool like it was really nice like there are moments in the film where an altercation might happen or, or there will be an event I don't want to go into it because I don't want to spoil the film for you guys but it's resolved through song almost like a musical but it's not cheesy at all which I thought was quite interesting because sometimes you go into a musical let, let's say you know you're watching Greece, right and you expect the song to come in and it's like oh it's this lovely cheesy cheesy music <laughs> and do you see what i mean and it, it sort of fills you up yeah. with joy but it's not it's not set out like that like there's a level of emotion within the songs you don't really expect it because music in terms of even vocals in terms of like singing and things that's not always a focus in anime and certainly not anime films so this is very unique in that sense. And I I don't know, I, I wonder how much sort of work has kind of gone into sort of adapting those songs because I did listen to it in Japanese as well. And like I mentioned, people might disagree with me, but because you guys know that I prefer sub usually to dub, but watch, watch this in the dub. Like the songs just works. <laughs> it just works so naturally. It's yeah, uh, I can tell you a lot of work went into the the localization and like you know the dubbing of the songs um a lot of work <laughs> and they did an amazing job they did a, a great job and you know what i really want these songs to be released on like apple music and oh, like be spotify because right uh, when funimation sent me the film to watch i had to do it through this like it's weird it's like a secret thing you just log in they give you like a one-time passcode you log in and you watch the film and it expires after well, obviously when the film releases it expires right mm -hmm. and i'm like you know sometimes i just want to go back and just listen to the music <laughs> so I, i'll go and play the film and i'm like i'm i have to cherish this moment yeah which I don't know. It's just really weird for me to say because there isn't a film that's made made me feel like that. Oh, okay. It's well, true. I appreciate I'm... that. Yeah, like I to me the songs were not only extremely catchy, but they were just extremely well done. Mm. You know, I, I think they invoke you know a lot of a, a lot of emotion. I, I really think they do. You mentioned that you guys record separately because of COVID and whatnot. Yeah. So when you were watching this for the first time. Did it hit you? Like when, when you heard this, the music and the crescendos and things like that, what was your reaction to that? I was blown away, honestly. I thought it was absolutely incredible. Um, you know, going into record, it's like sometimes you get like bits and pieces of the other actors who've recorded. Like maybe they got a little further than you, so they got a chance to record, you know, another scene, you know, before you did. So you're going in and you're hearing, you know, what they did and you get to play off of them. But getting a chance to just see it as a whole, getting a chance to see the songs that were worked on, getting a chance to hear, you know, the full just effect of, of everyone's acting 
you know, the, the engineers, you know, making everyone sound good, just everything. I was blown away, man. I, I, I literally just watched it and I just, I couldn't stop thinking, man, this is really good. Like everyone did such a good job and everyone just sounds so clean and so wonderful. You know what? It, it amazes me as well because it's like, I wouldn't have thought that you guys were recording in isolation, right? Just because of how fluid everything was and nothing was janky. Even even the lip flaps, we were speaking about this last time when we were talking about some anime don't have like the lip syncing done well. Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just, it's taking it to another level. <laughs> I, one thing that I do want to know, and this has sort of popped up into my mind now because sure, sure. you guys got to see the film early. I got to see the film early as well, but are you going to watch it in the cinema? Oh, absolutely. It's something that I've been planning. I know that it's going to be playing here uh, on the 25th, the, the dubbed version. Uh, so I, I am planning to buy my ticket, sit my butt down and enjoy the film on the big screen because it's not only that I want to support the film because everyone did good. Um, I'll be honest, maybe it's a little bit selfish, but it's like seeing your name on the big screen also is just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a whole different ball game. It's like a whole different feeling. So getting a chance to see that is going to be really special for me. Plus on top of that, like I said, everyone just did a good job. And like, I want, I want to support that. You know, I want to support the film and, and I, I, I want to have that experience. Uh, who are you going to take with you? Are you going to take your girlfriend? Cause I imagine she hasn't seen the film. <laughs> I, I am going to take my girlfriend. Okay, we're we're going to watch cool. it together. And then uh, my housemates also, I've invited them. So we're, we're going to be watching it all together that's that must be mad do they know that do they know that you're toma or no no or they, they, you... they no they do they do okay. they, the cast list was you know announced and stuff so they they know <laughs> okay no i i was just imagining that they have like a big shock on screen they're like oh my god it's you like yeah I, it, it's a little unreal <laughs> yeah it, it must be i mean i don't know how like i'm freaking out just talking to you about it so i don't know how it would be for you to watch that in the big screen and i don't know if there's other people that are gonna be there like those other people on you know there there i think there will be i think i think we are trying to see if maybe we can get like a group together but we'll we'll see who's able to you know who's able to make it i meant bystanders i just meant like normal oh. people like <laughs> if the other people are gonna be there you're just gonna go and watch a film and leave and they're not gonna realize that oh, you're yeah. toma yeah, no, that's pretty funny. That much, to me, that, as a concept, that's crazy. But yeah. that goes on to another thing. Uh, this is not related to the film, but when you go to the theater, when you go to the cinema, what is your go-to snacks? Go-to snacks. Oh man, that's a tough one. Uh, I, you know, I'll be honest. I'm not always the biggest fan of popcorn because I hate how okay. the kernels get stuck in your throat. Okay. Um, I would maybe say some candy. I, I do enjoy some Sour Patch Kids. Um, I, I enjoy those uh, gummy candies. Uh, so mm -hmm. maybe that. Also, I'm not gonna lie. I love nachos. Nachos and cheese. Yes, my guy. Thank you. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm going to sell this because people get nachos in the UK, but not many people do. Like, it seems like it's just a novelty and no one orders them. But I all, every time I go, I have to order nachos, even if I don't eat them. They're just there. <laughs> they just have to be part of the cinema experience. Yes, like yes. nachos. I don't know. Like for me, I would get popcorn, but I just we're not like the US. Like you guys have like this weird butter popcorn thing. Yeah, it's like That's, a liquid. It's gross. I, I'm sorry. It's. <laughs> It's it's hey, weird. It's, it's it's all good, man. You know what it's like? It's like the um, Papa John's. Uh, yeah, the garlic. Gar <laughs> yes, it reminds me of that. So that's 
it, it sort of puts me off. But normally I get like salt and sweet popcorn like mixed. And then I get a bag of M&Ms. Okay. And I get a slushy. I don't know if slushies are a big thing like like uh, in the US for Yeah, cinema, uh, I I mean we we have them. Uh, I mean some people get them, some people don't. Yeah, okay. So I think mo- more most people are into just like the standard soda, coke, you know, you name yeah, it. Okay, well fair enough. I mean, I normally get a sl- even if it's like dead of winter cuz now it's like what in the UK if you go out in the morning it's like probably minus 5 degrees Celsius. So it's absolutely <laughs> freezing, but I'll still order a slushy every time I go to the cinema. It's just I'm just weird like that. Um, it's all good. Also, once again, this is talking about cinema. We're not even talking about the film here. Do you sneak snacks into the cinema? I, I don't. I don't go to the movies enough to, to sneak snacks in. Okay. <laughs> Actually, a majority of the time, I, I honestly won't even buy snacks. I'll just oh, okay. like I'll just watch the movie, and I'll have either eaten beforehand or I'll eat sometime after. Okay, you're no fun. The half, <laughs> half of the of the journey to go to the cinema is sneaking snacks that you've bought at Costco. Just like... Like putting them inside your coat, putting them in your bag, putting them in, like getting massive cargo <laughs> pants and just shoving them down your cargo pants. Maybe putting like a Snickers bar in your shoe. Like that's what it's all about. Okay. Like, it's weird because I think in the US you guys aren't allowed to bring in snacks at all. And I didn't no, know this. So there's always something that's ingrained in the minds of a lot of people in the UK. Because we see a lot of American films and a lot of American TV shows where we we know that you can't bring in snacks to the movie theater, but mm-hmm. you can in the UK. You're allowed to. I'm I'm jealous. But yet we still sneak them in, even though we're allowed to. Which is it's kind of it's like I didn't know this until a few years ago. My friend he came in with like a can of Coke and he was just like walking in, and I was like, dude, you can't do that. And he was like, nothing says that you can't. Nothing says that in the terms of service. And I, I actually went in and I read the cinema's terms of service and I was like, wow, nothing stops me. I feel like I have all of this power. But I still try and sneak the snacks in anyway because there's a level of fun. Yeah, with that. exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's part of the cinema experience. I'm trying to think what I'm gonna, what snacks am I gonna bring to the cinema? <laughs> because I'm not gonna lie to you, I've seen this film a number of times now. So I'm still gonna go to the cinema. I'm still gonna watch it maybe another two, three times. Just because it is good. And to be honest with you, it's not like how it is in the US. Like in the US, anime films tend to get a lot more, I wouldn't say respect, but they get a lot more attention. Okay. Um, But here, you kind of get them running for like a few days and then that's it. A lot of the time, I think you'd have to sort of pre-order tickets and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. But I think it's just because of how anime is in the United Kingdom. But I'm hoping that this film does really well to the point where cinemas are like, you know what, let's extend it for another week or two. Because I think it deserves it, genuinely. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I I think that this film is definitely a very good gateway uh, to people who maybe aren't familiar with the anime genre to just come in and watch and enjoy you know like i said before you know i think it deals with very realistic issues i think people will gravitate towards that and they'll be able to say hey you know like i see myself in these characters this is a cute film the songs are amazing you know the actors sounded great and they'll be able to be introduced to a new genre. Maybe they'll say, hey, you know, I like this. Is there more stuff like this that I can check out? Because we're talking about the, the amazing cast of characters. Who is your favorite character? My favorite character? So I'm not gonna lie, I, I said this yesterday, but uh, I wanna say it's honestly Thunder. 
Yes. Um, because okay. I thought yeah, he yeah. was just absolutely hilarious and, and Kamen just absolutely nailed the role. It was, he's, he's just, he's a goofball. <laughs> You know what? I love I love Thunder as a character. He is a great character. I mean, all of the characters are good. There's no character that I would say, oh, I, I love them all. I mean, Toma is my favorite character. I will say that just because I relate to Toma. But Thunder is a close second. Thunder is... I don't know. Like, each character, I've noticed the way that the anime is structured. Each character has their own insecurities, right? They have their own problems. Yes. They have their own insecurities. And that's what makes them relatable. Because us as human beings, we have those same insecurities and i think exactly you know it's it's really nice to see that being played out and especially with thunder right he gets humiliated a lot you know with his judo was it judo and, and stuff like that so it's about him building himself not necessarily physically but more so mentally putting himself yes. in the right frame of mind and you see him grow as the film progresses and you see that with a lot of other characters but i i felt as though thunder's progression was more satisfying for me yes yes i i agree uh i i can't say too too much but i definitely when watching it i was just like wow like it's like the 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 mindset you can tell there's growth there and and to be honest with you there's growth with with all the characters and that's what sort of yes yes helps to solidify the show and i mean solidify the film and and sort of it, it sticks in my mind because of that it's like the same reason a lot of other shows and games sort of stick in my mind just because of the fact that i don't know it's, it feels very human yeah i i i agree i i think it's very very human that's just what's so appealing about it you know i uh I, I mentioned this before but you know the the goofiness and and wackiness of anime like it's it's almost a breath of fresh air which you know the goofiness and wackiness is great but it's almost a breath of fresh air to be able to sit down and watch something that's a little bit more you know slice of life a little bit more you know easy viewing you know a, a little bit more of you know realistic performances speaking of realistic performances previously when we had you on we were talking about how it is to actually go in and record for an anime and i, I understand the industry is changing slightly because of what's going on with the world at the moment but yes. in your experience if you can sort of give us a little bit of a recap or a little bit of an overview how you know was the day-to-day -day, what did you do like for those who don't know how anime is dubbed could you give us like a brief summary sure sure so right now currently we're still dubbing from home i think there are a couple people that are starting to go back into the studio uh, i think they're just waiting for the right time to really open it up uh, to everybody again but i'm currently recording from home we have a studio here most of the time we'll hop on source connect now we've got certain rooms with like certain passcodes that you know we'll we'll go into the room you know we'll have the script up we'll have the video playing the director and the engineer will be over source connect now and we'll just go to town you know they'll beep us in and we pretty much just do it it's almost like the same experience but not entirely of being in the studio like to me personally nothing beats being in the studio because like you have the director and engineer right there Plus, you don't have to worry too much about manning your own gain or, you know, worrying about being too loud or too soft. But honestly, it's it's a pretty smooth transition. And, and I think that we're probably gonna be seeing a lot more dubbing from home or even just recording from home in projects beyond anime. 
Um, I think it's here to stay, and I think people have and studios have realized that this this is an alternative. Should studios want to use actors that maybe don't necessarily live in the area? Yeah, I was gonna say that because obviously you guys are based in uh, Texas, right? Because Funimation yes. is there. Yes, uh, a good example is like uh, I know Risa, who played Satomi, is based in LA. You know, mm. so she wasn't even here, and it's just so cool being able to get so many different actors and so many different people together working on a film and you know we live in different areas <laughs> the situation that the world is in has sort of allowed people to be a little bit more creative in the sense that you yes. know back in the day uh, you would sort of see like voice actors residing in certain areas just because that's where the work was it would either be texas or i think like toronto or like la, LA and that yep. was it but you know now it's sort of opened it up a little bit more and i think Probably the people that are listening to this that are like wannabe voice actors and things like that, you could probably just stay in your own your yeah. own country. I mean, it, nothing really stops you anymore like before. Yeah, no, I mean, I I know for certain shows, um, some directors have called people in from you know who live in different places. You know, England, Australia, different just places around the world, Canada. Which is good. I mean, because sometimes you'll you'll see an anime where they have like British accents. Yeah, and. <laughs> I know I mentioned this last time, but there's sometimes you get British accents that are clearly too British, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Like okay. they're, o they're overly like, oh, Queen's English. You know what I mean? Like really, <laughs> yeah. like I'm over exaggerating it now, but it's like, you don't really see people like me voicing anime because it would just sound like really, <laughs> really odd. You know what I mean? So I understand that's probably why they sort of overdo the British accents a little bit. But that being said, there's going to be another ad break. I'm sorry, we got to pay the lights bill somehow. So <laughs> we're going to go on a bit of an ad break and we're going to return. At the beginning of the recording, I did mention to Jordan that there is something that I tried that we mentioned last time and we're going to talk about it after the break. So yeah. Right before we get into the ads, I want to remind you guys that we do have a Patreon page where you can support us directly for only £5 a month. It means that you don't need to listen to ads like this, as amazing as they are. It's a no-brainer. You get early access to our show as well as ad-free content for all of the podcasts that we do. Or if you decided, well, I might go for a one-time donation, you could do so on our coffee page. That's coffee.com forward slash get a life podcast. That's ko-fi.com forward slash get a life podcast. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash get a life podcast. Also consider subscribing to the podcast on whichever platform you're listening to, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, even on YouTube. Subscribing is free. It also means that you keep up to date with the content that we do post for all of our podcasts. If you do leave a like on YouTube or if you give us a five-star rating on the podcast platforms, it really does help us get up in the rankings. It really does help us get more sponsorships. It helps us out a lot. You don't know how much that actually helps us. So consider leaving us a positive review, telling us all your thoughts as well and stuff that we can improve on really does help me out a lot as well. Gives me a motivation. So subscribe, consider leaving a five-star review or a comment if you're on YouTube and enjoy the ad break and the rest of this episode. Have you ever thought, hey, I'm really into Japanese snacks and Japanese otaku goods. Well, you know what? Get yourself over to Sugoi Mart by Japan Crate. Sugoi Mart, we love them. 
we love japan crate by the way we've spoken about japan crate on the podcast before but you know what we've leveled up our partnership with them and our sponsorship to a sugoi mart one because i wanted you guys to experience a lot more of what japan crate has to offer through sugoi mart it's not always about snacks guys you can buy a lot of japanese goods directly from sugoi mart and it's fantastic service there i will say this you got your lucky bags if you're really into anime you could get sugoi mart lucky bags for over a hundred dollar value for only 40 pounds right 40 pounds incredibly cheap so you're getting a hundred dollars worth of stuff for 50 bucks that's including snacks and other goods if you decide to go for the lucky bags and to be honest with you those lucky bags you can check them out on our page because sugoi mart moving forward we're going to be showcasing the sugoi mart products on their site and we're going to be showing you guys really cool weird and wonderful stuff from japan we're going to be curating stuff directly there if you like it buy it and you know what use our link getalifepodcast.com forward slash sugoi that's getalifepodcast.com forward slash s-u-g-o-i will take you to our sugoi mart page and you can use our code g-a-l-p that's g-a-l-p for 15 percent off your order that's insane guys 15 percent off we all know that collectibles and things from japan can be very expensive so 15 percent off that's pretty decent They've got some really lovely stuff on their site. Uh, stuff from Spy Family. They've got a lot of Sanrio stuff as well. A lot of anime things. A lot of Genshin stuff. If you're really into Genshin, they got it. As well as some brands from Japan. Snacks from Japan as well. They've got a lot of One Piece stuff. If you're into One Piece, they've got stuff from Muji. They've got stuff from Disneyland. They've got stuff from Universal Studios Japan. In addition to Starbucks and studio ghibli stuff that you really can't find anywhere else i'll be honest with you so once again check out sugoi mart it supports the show when you do we love them they love us and i'm pretty sure you'll love them too so that's getalifepodcast.com forward slash sugoi use the code g-a-l-p for 15 percent off anyway back onto the episode Okay, we are back. And Jordan, I don't know if you remember last time we had a little bit of a lightning round. Do you remember that? I, I'll be honest, I don't actually. Uh, jo- <laughs> Jordan, you've disappointed me now. I'm so sorry. No, no, you've ruined it. You've ruined the recording. All right, you know what? No, you know what? You know, okay, that's fine. You've you disappointed me. That's all right. I'm joking. But, you know, just to give you a bit of a summary, we had a little bit of a lightning round and I asked you what was your favorite pizza topping? Okay. Do you remember that? Yes. What what was it? It was pineapple, I believe. No, it wasn't. Was it, it was a it was a combination. Pepperoni pineapple? That's it. Pepperoni and pineapple. And I gave you a hard time. Okay. And I will and I, I will I say this. It's I coming back say, to me. Yeah, now it's coming back to you. I will say this. I did try it. Uh-huh. And it's amazing. Oh yes. It's you've you've converted me, right? Oh, perfect. It does not make sense. How is it that good? I don't know. It just it, it is. I I I question it, but I'm just like, I kind of don't question it anymore, you know? Cause, cause you see online all the time, just, oh, you know, pineapple and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I don't care. I, I think it's good. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. But how did you come up with that combination? I, you know, I think I just tried pineapple on pizza one time. Like I, I can't remember where or when, 
uh, I think maybe someone just had it and I, and I tried it and I was like, this is pretty good. And I just started ordering it. And, and I was like, I, I, I'm not changing my ways. I don't care yeah, if anyone wants to judge me. <laughs> to put it on a pepperoni pizza. That's the thing that I was shocked about the most because I yeah. like pineapple on pizza, but pepperoni, it just seems a bit weird of a combination. A but lot of people it's use good. ham. Yeah, a lot of people do like ham and pepper and pineapple. Well, that's a uh, Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like, let me switch the ham with pepperoni. And it was just, it was incredible. <laughs> and and the legend was born. There we go. I'm just so shocked about that pizza thing. Because when I knew you having you on, I was like, you know what? I have to have to take one for the team and try it out. And it just shocked me. Not as much as the film shocked me, though. I will say yes. that. I will say this. I'll go on the record. The film is better than pineapple and, and pepperoni pizza. <laughs> it is better than that. That's good. And pineapple pepperoni is already good. So It's already good, yes. So go and try that. I mentioned initially that this was a pretty big role for you. So care to inform us how did you land this role? Sure, sure. Uh, so it was uh, pretty interesting. I um, I got the auditions for it, the audition sides. I remember just kind of saying like, oh, this looks kind of cool. So I auditioned, you know, I, I noticed that it was Caitlin uh, directing it, which I love working with Caitlin. I've worked with her on previous stuff. You know, I, I auditioned and I sent it in and I, I wasn't sure what was going to happen, but I kind of just left it out there. You know what I mean? I just kind of threw it out there and said, okay, we'll see what happens. I got the email saying hey you booked this role which i remember just being so so excited because I, I you know like you said you know this is my biggest anime film role and one of my biggest roles and definitely it was one of my favorite projects to record for but it was just incredible because i remember auditioning and you know seeing the character i was like oh man you know i don't know should i should i maybe change my voice up a little bit or try to like make it you know a little bit higher and like high school quote unquote sounding and i just kind of said uh let me just be myself let me just you know use my voice that's what ended up landing so i was like okay cool <laughs> So it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a really cool experience. Like I said, just getting the chance to work with Caitlin again. I was like, that was the, that was the cherry on top. We were discussing this before the recording and I don't know if Caitlin is going to listen to this. Maybe she will. You know what? Can you please share this with Caitlin? Because I really want her to hear this. Sure. She's a legend. Okay. She's, <laughs> I didn't know when you mentioned Caitlin, I was like, who the hell is Caitlin? I didn't know. For those who don't know, we're talking about Caitlin Glass. Okay. Caitlin Glass who's in Oran High School host club. She's in so many other anime and it's just, she's a legend in, this, in, in the anime industry. And I did not know that she's been directing. Apparently she's been directing for quite a long time, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Dude, I did not even know that, but you know what? She is incredibly talented as a director. Yes. And she's, she's amazing. She's amazing inside and outside the booth. You know what? I am not gonna even dispute that, okay? Because it shows <laughs> in the work. And to be honest, I'm just looking at her like list of stuff that she's done and she's like in yeah. like she's like she's in good she's, she's good really good <laughs> she's really good and i mean i have mm -hmm. no words to say but i'm um, in general the cast is just pretty amazing who decides who gets the role like is it based on your audition is it based on your previous works like yeah how I, does I that mean, happen it might be a little bit of both I, I i'm not a casting director myself so i couldn't tell you 100 percent. but you know i i would think that it's a little bit of both you know just kind of listening to the auditions seeing who fits at the same time you know knowing actors like hey you know like is this someone who i can trust with this role you know is this someone who's teachable or someone who 
is going to be able to take direction well. So I, I think I think there's just you know different aspects that that go into it. Uh, like I said, I I personally am not a casting director myself, uh, so I couldn't speak 100%. But just from my experiences as an actor and speaking with a few casting directors, there's a there's a little bit of a few you know there's a few different factors. So what was your reaction when you landed the role? Like how uh, did, did you do anything crazy? Did you start jumping? I, what, like, what was your reaction? I think I was just super super excited. I think I had this big yeah. smile on my face and I was just like oh. My Oh my gosh like yeah it's like i freaking booked something this is incredible hopefully you book more uh, i'll be honest with you i mean you deserve it like you work Thank incredibly you. hard not saying that no one else works incredibly hard a lot of voice actors do to be honest with you when i saw that press release i freaked out a little bit because <laughs> i was like oh my god it's jordan as soon as i got the original press release i kind of i was like okay this might not be a film for me right okay. I, i'll be honest 100 i was i was like well i don't really watch anime films to begin with that isn't really something that we focus on on this podcast it tends to be more you know week to week series based anime right mm -hmm. um stuff that's based on manga nothing that's like original content yeah. so when i saw your name in the press release when they announced the cast i was like no you know what i have to watch this yeah i have to and straight away i just responded to funimation i was like paula i need to watch this film <laughs> paula's the funimation press rep by the way and she was like okay cool here's a link and i was like yes and just like yep yes I'm, I'm and i good. watched it and you know what i'm glad i did because good. I keep on saying this. I think this is like one of my favorite films of all time. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good film. I would say that it sort of made me think a lot about what it means to be human. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and what it means to form friendships. Because, you know, to be honest with you, you're, you're bringing a cast of characters together that you shouldn't, they shouldn't work as a friendship group. Correct. G generally, right? Because you don't see you're the popular kid in school hanging out with the tech nerd and, you know, the athletic jock type of person, right? They don't hang out in day-to-day -day life, but I don't know. Xion kind of brings them together, yeah. Exactly. And it's it's stuff like that. And I'm like, well, you know what? Xion is such a force of nature. She comes in with this sort of bubbly attitude. And people think it's weird at first, but they sort of like it. And I think yeah. maybe as human beings, we should be more like Xion, if that makes sense. Yeah, Spread yeah. that energy in the world. I'm not saying go out and start singing, but what if you did that? I, I'm guessing a few people would smile at that. Or, you know, even if you go around your day just saying hello, you know, to your neighbors, right? Or walking down the street and waving at someone. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Just putting positive energy into the world. Out there, yeah. I don't know. I feel that I can learn a lot from Xion, and I'm just, I'm just glad. I'm just glad that I got to see this film because <laughs> it's such an inspiration. Thank you, thank you. Well, I'm, I'm glad too. I'm, I'm really glad that you enjoyed it. One last thing that I wanted to know. Sure. Is when you actually went into the recording booth, you mentioned that obviously you, you're seeing the video in terms of animation of your lines and whatnot, and you're trying to match the, um, the flaps and such. Yes. Did you get an opportunity to listen to the original Japanese audio? Yes, yes. That time. Okay. Yes, we uh so a lot of times we'll uh listen to the Japanese first and then mm -hmm. we'll uh go in for our own take. Mm -hmm. Uh so we'll have the audio playing for the preview, the Japanese audio playing for the preview. And then after we listen to the preview, then it's like, okay, now there's not going to be any audio in here and you need to act and say the line. <laughs> Do you have any final words? First off, thank you very much for having me. Oh, um, thank you for coming but, on. Uh, 
thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, if, if you guys could, you know, please support the film. It's phenomenal film, wonderful story, wonderful cast of characters. And I, I think that a lot of people who watch it, you know, will take away a little something from it. You know, I, like I said, you know, I think a lot of people can relate to these characters. I think a lot of people can use this as, as an opportunity to maybe get interested in anime. Um, and not just that, but you know, a film like this, and, and I'm not trying to be biased or anything, but I really think a film like this could use all the support that it can because it's absolutely phenomenal. And, and I, as just a fan of anime, I would love to see more stuff like this come out. I mean, I completely agree with you. And you know what? I will go one step further and I'll say, if you are listening to this, I know you're an anime fan. Otherwise, you're not going to be listening to this podcast. So do yourself a favor. And if you already haven't pre-ordered your tickets in the United Kingdom, go to your nearest cinema or you can go on the Funimation website, actually, to see which cinemas are going to be showing this film and just go up, buy a ticket, buy two tickets, buy 10 tickets, go and watch it again and again and again, because the more you watch these films, the more money it makes, makes sense. But it also gives an indication to the studios that people react positively to this. And so they're going to make more or they'll put more effort into similar projects in the future and to be yes. honest with you this is a excellent studio excellent voice cast both in japanese and in english it's getting distributed by funimation a company that you know we all know and love so you're not gonna get sort of messed around there and in general it's just a great film that's just just it so go and buy your tickets buy i would say it's fun for all the family in a way buy one for your dog buy one for your grandma buy one for you for your uncles everyone's gonna enjoy this film i don't think i can find someone that won't enjoy this film even if you're an anime fan or not and it was interesting because it won an audience award at scotland loves anime festival in in glasgow so usually with that festival is that they get a lot of um films that are basically around the time it's being aired in japan so they'll get like a preview to show people yeah and sort of get reactions and stuff like that and what's lovely about this festival it's it's not like a an actual film festival it's done in in small cinemas in scotland okay so you're getting people that are just buying tickets to watch these films and a lot of the time they're not even anime fans <laughs> which is which is great yes, so they're coming yes. in and they're watching anime films like i was speaking to one of the people that run the um the film festival and they were saying well you get a lot of elderly couples coming in and, and watching anime and you get their thoughts and they really like it and so like i said go and watch this film this is a great film you're not yes. gonna regret it one thing i wanted to end this off with my apologies i didn't thank funimation in the beginning i should have <laughs> so thank you funimation for also bringing this film out to the west for co-producing this film with jc staff and also thank you for um allowing this to happen because obviously there's a lot of permissions that needed to happen for this conversation to go ahead <laughs> and also thank you for giving me the opportunity to watch the film uh, early i'm guessing thank you for for bringing jordan on for this project <laughs> i imagine i'm just thanking everyone yes, right? yes because i love this film so much i can't imagine a world without it i know i know i'm singing its praises but it is worth it go and watch the film guys um but jordan yes. where could people find you uh, they can find me on uh, social media, uh, on Twitter and on Instagram. I am the at sign dash cruise VA. That's D A S H C R U Z V 
A. I'm most active on there, like Twitter, Instagram. I'm not as active, but I I can, uh, you know, I'll hop on from time to time. But yeah, that's that's where you can find me. Um, I will post things about acting, things about, you know, projects that I'm in, or sometimes just, you know, fun little memes or, you know, thoughts that I have. So yeah, feel free to follow me on there and uh, feel free to follow Funimation as well, because I know that uh, they're the ones that are, you know, they helped produce this amazing film. Follow follow Funimation. Uh, I was going to say follow Funimation UK because <laughs> my guys are there. So there we go. Fo fo follow Funimation UK. Before you follow Funimation US, just follow Funimation UK. <laughs> they need some love as well. Yes, um, yes. They need some love as well. So yeah, go follow Jordan. You can also follow us on Twitter if you guys like. We're at Get Life Podcast as normal. And oh, I think that's it. Bye. Bye.